Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. He's a wonderful God. We bow before his throne. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We magnify your name. There is none like you. You are the ancient of days. You are the alpha. You are the omega. You are the beginning. You are the end. You are the I am that I am. Father, we thank you. Tonight, we come before your presence, seeking your face, seeking your glory, Lord. We thank you in this month of glory. For the great things you are doing in our midst. Father, it is marvelous in our eyes and we can see it. It is marvelous in our eyes, Lord. We thank you for who you are in the life of Solution Chapel International. Thank you for the great things you continue to do in our midst. Thank you for the miracles. Thank you for the signs and the wonders. Thank you for the testimonies. Thank you for your goodness, Lord. We thank you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. amen. Praise God. Please be seated in heavenly places, amen. Praise God. You're all welcome to church. What an awesome God we serve. There's a spirit of glory all over Solution Chapel. I like the liberty in the spirit, amen. The Bible says, he whom the Son sets free, he is free indeed. When you are free in God's presence, it means you are free indeed. Amen. So we thank God for that powerful time of praises and worship. And he is God from beginning to the end. There is no argument with him. Amen. He is God and there is no argument with him. Amen. So I bring in greetings from our senior pastor. Amen. They both returned uh, safely back home. And God has been, you know, a strong tower for them. He's been their refuge. He's been their covering. He's been God all by himself. Amen. In their lives. And we thank God for what God has done with them. Amen. Back in Illinois. Amen. We know that the deposit that has been sown in their heart, no man can take it away from them. Amen. So tonight I just want to share a brief message and we just thank God and bless his holy name. Amen. So today I'm going to share a, just a brief message called the power and the glory. Amen. The power and the glory. Amen. We've been speaking about the glory in Revelation chapter number 5 verse 12. Let's read it. Our theme scripture for the, for, for the year, not even for the month. It is for the year. Amen. You should know it by heart now. Amen. Does anybody know it by heart? Amen, amen. Saying with a loud voice, amen. You should know it by heart by now, amen. Even before they project it, you should know it by heart, amen. What do we say? Saying with a, a loud voice, amen. Are you ready for it? Saying with a loud voice, what do we say? Worthy is the lamb who was slain, amen, to receive power, riches, and wisdom, and strength, 
and honor and glory. Amen. And blessings. Amen. We haven't got to the blessings yet. We're just still on the glory. And we can, we can even sense the blessings already. Praise God. Amen. So what do we say one more time? Saying with a, a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Praise God. Amen. This is our month of glory. And the testimonies that I keep hearing, it can only be a testimony that God is in our midst. What we just heard tonight from Pastor Halima is a testimony of a living God. This just doesn't happen. It takes the glory of God to bring back your enemies back to you and they desire to know what you know. It is the glory of God. Amen. That takes back those who have hurt you in the past and turn it around. Amen. And turn it around for your good. Amen. This is what God will do in the glory realm. Amen. I like because it means everyone is in the glory realm. Even the choir, the songs that they sing, they are connected to the glory of God. You can see that they've stayed with the word of God. They have stayed with the song. They have not just come up with a song, but they have come out with a song from the glory realm of God. Amen. And when you wait upon God, that's what happens. That's exactly what happens with God. Amen. So I love their song, You Are God, from beginning till the end. There is no argument. Can anybody argue with God? Can anybody argue that God created the earth? Who can create the earth so perfect? Who can create the trees and the flowers so perfect? Who can create the animals so perfect? Who can create the things that God so perfect? Amen? Praise God. Who can create the things that God has created so perfect? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Who can create the world the way the Lord has created the world? Amen. Praise God. Amen. Who can put their hand and make this whole earth be so beautiful? I like the song by Nicole Mullen that says, Who told the stars? Who told the sun where to come in the morning? Who told the seas that you can only come this far? Who, who, who said that this is your demarcation sea? You can only come this far. Who told the moon where to hide until the evening? Who told the, the moon where to hide until the evening? Who told the stars that you can only come at night time? Amen. It is God who has created everything that we see and is so perfect. Amen. The Bible says in the book of, 14, of Psalms 14 verse 1, it's only a fool who does not believe God exists. It's a strong word, but that's what the Bible says. And we say it as the Bible say, amen. The fool said in his heart, there is no God. Because they are what? They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. It's only those who are foolish in their heart who can say with their mouth, these things just erupted. There is no hand of God in here. Amen. We can see it 
in the morning you you go in in the night you go to sleep and there is the moon to give you light by night and when you wake up in the morning there is the sun to give you light by day and this is not the hand of man this is not the hand of any human being no human being can reason by by rearranging the stars the millions of stars that they should shine at night no one can stay awake to turn the moon on no one can stay awake to turn the suns on no one can can wake up early in the morning to turn a remote on the sun to say sun come out now sun go down now Every, if, if you are given that assignment, everyone will be tired by end of day one. Everyone will be saying, this is way too much for me to organize. Amen. This is, who can arrange that? Clouds, gather now and prepare for rain. And clouds, let the rain come down now. Let it rain on the earth. Who can do that? Who can say to, to the same water that comes down as rain, now freeze and become snow? Who can do that? Who can, who can set those things apart? Amen. Only the hand of a living God. Only the hand of our living God. Therefore, as believers, we have to live in the same spirit as our God. God operated in power. What does power mean? Power means it's the ability to do something in a particular way and influence whatever you are doing. It is a way of, of, of having authority, the ability and the capacity to do what you do and influence whoever or whatever you are doing it to or, or to whom you are doing it to. So we speak about power. In politics, they say this one is a powerful person because that person is able to influence people by the way of whatever they are thinking about, whatever ideologies they have, they influence people until those people believe that those things are true. Amen? So when you go and vote during any elections, you have been fully persuaded by a politician to say, this is what I believe in, therefore vote for me. You've been fully persuaded by their beliefs and then they have affected your ability to think, your ability to do the things that you do. But we as believers, we have one influence, amen? Our God should be our influence, praise God. Our God should be our influence. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. So when he influences us, we need to be able then to be fully persuaded about what we believe. The only time we will see the demonstration of the power of God is when we are fully persuaded that what I believe in is real, is authentic, is real, is legit. It has been proven beyond reasonable doubts. Amen. The world wants to know that everything we believe in has been proven beyond reasonable doubt that it exists. Amen. The Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians 4.20, according to the King James Version, for the kingdom of God is not in word but it is in power. Amen. The kingdom of God, you can say, I believe, I believe in God, I believe, I believe in God. But when you actually demonstrate the power of God, then people are really persuaded. When you really demonstrate the power of God, that God has really touched your life, God is really in your life, then everyone around you is fully persuaded. Amen. Praise God. And another version 
Another scripture in the book of Ephesians, chapter 3. Amen. We want to read this one. Ephesians from verse, chapter number 3 from verse 14. Amen. Ephesians, if you are there, let's go there and see what the Bible is saying to us. Because if we don't understand what we have, we cannot fully walk in the fullness of the word of God. And if we don't know what we have, we cannot operate in power. Amen. So we're going to read from verse 14 to 21. Amen. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Verse 15. From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Amen. Let's go down. Verse 16. That he who would grant you according to his riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through the sp his spirit in the inner man. Amen. We have to be strengthened in the inner man. Amen. Praise God. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Amen. That you being rooted and being grounded in love, praise God, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, what is the length, and what is the depth, and what is the height, amen, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Amen. Be strengthened with might and be filled with all the fullness. Some versions said be strengthened with all the fullness of the Godhead. So it means God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They all dwell in you in their entire power and authority. You, are, you don't have half of God, half of Jesus, and half of the Holy Spirit. The, all the fullness of the Godhead, it dwells in us. Amen. So that we can testify. So that you can know the depth of God's love. You can know the width of God's life. You can know the height of God's love. You can know all the angles of God's love. Amen. That's the purpose for you to be filled with all the fullness of God. So you are sitting here, you are filled with all of God. You are not filled with half of God. You are filled with all of God. All of them, all of them, the God, the Father, God, the Son, God, the Holy Spirit, they all dwell in our lives. Amen. They all dwell in our spirits. They all dwell in our hearts. Amen. So if you have all of God, are you able to perform miracles? Are you able to lay the hands on the sick and they shall recover? And who is laying the hands on the sick? Of course. The one, the Bible says, greater is he who is in me than the one who's in the world. So you lay your hands based on that word, that greater is he who is in me than the one who's in the world. Therefore, in his name. We don't do it in our name because if you do it in Zama's name, it's not going to work. If you do it in pastor's name, it's not going to work. But if you do it in Jesus' name, it has to work. Amen. You are not doing it in your name. You are doing it in his name. Recognizing that greater is he who is in you than the one who's in the world. Amen. So we do it in the understanding that we know who he is. Amen. In the book, in the book of, of, of Exodus, 
God wanted to demonstrate his power. Pharaoh hardened his heart to let God's people go. He kept saying to Moses, Moses, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And Pharaoh hardened his heart. Moses, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. And Pharaoh said, no, 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 they have to work here. They are slaves here. They can, who, who's going to work if they are not here? The system in this world will tell you the same. If, if they are not here, who's going to work? If they are not here, if they are not working on Sunday, who's going to work? So the system wants to keep you imprisoned. Working for the system for years and years and years with nothing to show. You work, you pay taxes, you pay this, you pay that. And before you know it, your money has run out. You are rushing back to work. It's a, it's a whole system. It, like it's a, it's a pharaohic system. If there's a word like that, I've created one. It's a system of pharaoh, amen. <laughs> I've created one, amen. Because pharaoh, all he wants to do, go to the field, bring me the harvest, let me enjoy, let me live in peace, let me enjoy my life. Once the harvest is finished, Israelites, go run and bring the onions. Israelites, go run, bring the cucumbers. Israelites, go run and bring the melons. Go and bring the onions, let me come and eat. Such that even when they were nearly crossing the Red Sea, they were thinking about those things which they were harvesting. They're thinking they're doing it for them. It's not their blessings, amen. God didn't intend for us to toil. He didn't intend for us to toil. He says, I've given all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen. See what God says in the book of Exodus chapter number 9, verse 16. He says, but indeed, for this purpose, I have raised you up, solution, that I may show forth my power. Let me read it again. But indeed, for this purpose, I have raised you up. Amen. That I may show my power in you and that my name may be declared in all the earth. Hallelujah. This is your testimony. Amen. For this purpose, I have raised you up that I may show my power in you that my name may be declared in all the earth. As a result, God had to humble Pharaoh very painfully. He said, who can say no to God and win? If God says you must do this, we must obey. The Bible says in the book of Deuteronomy 28, if you will obey the Lord your God and serve him, amen, these blessings will overtake you, amen. So many blessings. So Pharaoh had in his heart and what followed? The water became blood. And he said, oh no, you're not going Israelites. The frogs were all over the place. And he said, no, you're not having it. Lies were all over the place. Flies were roaming around. Can you imagine? You are eating and there's flies all over your food. There's flies everywhere. There is flies everywhere. You go to sleep, the flies on your ear. They are singing. They are doing their music. Can you sleep? Is that a blessing or no? It's not a blessing. Amen. And before you know it, you've been eating your steaks and your barbecues. The livestock begins to die. The livestock begins to die. No T-bone, nothing. No rum steak, nothing. Nothing at all. And before you know it, everybody begins to have boils in the country. 
Can you imagine just one boil, how painful it is? Boils come up from this side and that side. Before you know it, the whole country is attacked by hail. Hail destroys the leaves, it destroys the roots of plants, it destroys the seeds, it destroys the fruits of the plant. Hail all over, so there's no fruit, there's no meat, there's no trees, everything is dying around them. And then on top of that, he refuses and God says, locusts, come and finish off all the other leaves that are there. Finish them off. After that, it's darkness. I spoke on darkness last week, that he sent darkness. But there was a separation. In the camp of the Israelites, there was light. In Goshen, there was light. Where the children of Israel were, there was light. Amen? And the last one, the last row, was he killed all the firstborn sons. This is when Pharaoh let go of the grip and say, you know what? This God is powerful. This God is an awesome God. When his son died in his hand, he says, you know what? Let these Israelites go. I cannot bear this anymore. Let them go. Let them go. Let them go back and serve their God. This is, this is exactly how it should be. When you refuse to serve other gods, those gods must let you go and say, go, 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 go. Go serve your God. Your God is more powerful. Your God is more powerful. Your God demonstrates the power. Because God there demonstrated his power. He was demonstrating that I'm more powerful than you. There's nothing you can do. That, God is more powerful than your enemy. God is more powerful for those who plan evil against you. God is more powerful than anyone who thinks anything that is not of God concerning your life. God is more powerful than sickness. God is more powerful than lack. God is more powerful than the systems of this world which have been designed to keep you under captivity. Amen. God is more powerful. In the mighty name of Jesus. After that, he let them go. And when he let them go, they were about to cross the Red Sea. They had gone with spoils, with gold, with silver, hanging around their children's neck. They had gone with spoils. Because when you leave Egypt, you leave it with spoils. Amen. You will not leave it empty-handed. Amen. You will not leave Egypt empty-handed. Amen. You can never walk empty-handed. Amen. But God did it for them. Praise God. So the Bible says they crossed over to the Red Sea. Amen. But going back to chapter number 11, Exodus 11, verse 7, the Bible says, but against when he was killing all the firstborn sons of, of, of Egypt, the Bible says, but against none of the children of Israel shall a dog move its tongue. So against any of the children of Israel, they cannot be beaten by a dog. Against men, against beasts, that you may know that the Lord does make a difference between Egyptians and Israelites. Amen. So God does make that distinction. God does make that distinction wherever you are. God draws a line. God makes a distinction between Egyptians and Israel. So don't behave like an Egyptian, amen? Behave like an Israelite because God makes a distinction. He says, no dog shall move its tongue. 
When a dog moves its tongue, it means it's ready to pounce. It's ready to bite. Ready to have a meal. But towards the children of Israel, the dogs will not even do that. Because they are not their meal. Amen? He makes a distinction between the children of Israel and the children of God. Amen. Praise God. Let's look into the book of Acts chapter 1 verse 8. In the New Testament, it tells us clearly that God said you must wait for this power. Wait for it. Amen. Wait. This power is very important because this is the same power God operated in. When he created the world, the Bible says the world was without shape and it was void. And the spirit of the Lord hovered. The power of, the God, of God hovered over this, the earth and God spoke. Amen. But it says you shall receive what? Power. You shall receive power. You must be a powerful Christian. The time is gone for Christians to be powerless Christians. When anything small comes, they want to run away. We must be powerful Christians. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Amen. Amen. Where are you going to be witnesses to? In Jerusalem and in all Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Amen. There is a reason for this power. When people see you, that you've been a Christian and your life has moved from glory to glory, you are being a witness. When Christians see you that you've been sick in the past, what happened to you? The power of God came all over me. The power of God came all over me. And this is why you see me as I am today. Amen. So you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. If you have believed it, that Jesus Christ is the Savior, you must, you must desire the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Because without the Holy Spirit, you cannot function in power as a believer. Amen. What does verse 9 say? Let's go back to verse 9. Go forward. Amen. After you've received power. Now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. Amen. When he was, he, was, he was taken up, he was received. But he said to them, tarry here. Wait here. Don't go anywhere until you are endowed with power from on high. There is a waiting. Wait upon the Lord until the Lord has filled your heart. Amen. Don't rush out. Wait until you are filled. Ask the Holy Spirit to fill your life. Because when he fills your life, he fills you with power. Amen. When he fills your life, he fills you with power. And when you are endowed with power, you will be a witness unto him. Amen. Many will ask, what is your secret? What is your secret? Amen. And chapter 2 says, when the day of Pentecost has fully come, they were all in one accord. This is why it's important for us as believers to be all in one accord. Amen. They were all in one accord in one place. Amen. When, when Christ comes, where will he find you? We have to be in all accord in one place. Amen. Praise God. And suddenly, let's go back, go forward to verse 2. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of the rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Amen. 
we have experienced the power of God. It fills, it fills the house. As soon as God enters this house, you can feel his presence. Amen. That suddenly there was a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind. Amen. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Verse 3. And then appeared to them, divided tongues as of fire, and one set upon each and every one of them. Amen. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, you receive power. And I like what, what, what the Bible says, that they thought they were drunk. Amen. They thought, why, why are these people talking like that? Are they drunk? What's, what's going on? But they were not drunk. They were just filled with the Holy Ghost. The Bible says we will receive power when he comes upon us. Everything we touch, we're touching it with that power. Every dead situation that you touch or speak into, when you speak life, that situation needs to resurrect. Amen. When you speak life because you carry power, you speak mysteries of God into that situation. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let us see what happened when Jesus was operating in the power. When he was focusing. All Jesus' miracles, they were just a demonstration of his power. That he is a powerful God. Amen. Let's look into the book of Luke, chapter number 8. They were all a demonstration of his power. If you need power, you need the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. Amen. Praise God. Chapter 8, verse 22 to 26. Amen. Even the winds obey Jesus. This is a powerful man. Who can speak to the winds and the winds will obey them? Now it happened on a certain day that he got into the boat with his disciples. And he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. Amen. But as they sailed, he fell asleep. And the windstorm came down on the lake. It was just a test to see what they will do. And they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. Amen. And they came to him and say, oh, and awoke him and saying, master, master, we are perishing. And he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water and they ceased and there was a calm. This is the authority, the power Jesus is operating in. He was sleeping, dreaming about heaven, and they woke him up. Jesus, Jesus, don't you care that we perish? How many times have you cried before God to say, God, don't you care that I perish in this situation? Don't you care that I'm suffering? Don't you care that this situation is really hurting me? Master, master, I am perishing. And he just arose and rebuked the wind. And the raging storm ceased. This is a man operating in power. This is a man operating in authority. He knows what he has. Jesus says, I have given them the power. The same that he received from the father, we have also received it. Then we can walk in this. Jesus said, the works that I do, greater works than this shall you do. If he quieted the storm, do you think we can speak to all the, the, the hailstorms, the, 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 all the 
tornadoes happening around the world. Do you think we can open our mouth and say, you foul spirit called Katharina or whatever, or Susan, whatever the names that they've given them, you cease. If we all as believers operated in this power, we will speak to the storms and they will cease. We will say, you don't come here and they won't come here. You will say, you storm, you don't come in this home. You are not allowed. You are not allowed in this home. Go back where you come from. Do you think the storm will go back where it comes from? Of course. Jesus was sleeping. He just woke up and said, storm cease. And he went back to bed, I'm sure. And there was peace and calm. What do you think the disciples were talking about when he went back to bed? How come he does this thing? What manner of man is he that even the storms, they obey him? What manner of man is Jesus that the storms obey him? We need to speak the word. There is power when we speak. We release with not our own words, the words of God. Amen. We speak by faith just like he did. The works that he did, greater works than this are we able to do. Amen. I don't know what we are believing God for a turnaround in whatever area. Even when he got converted, they were still scared that he is not fully converted. He's still just trying his ways to, 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 to pass. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, the works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles.